everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 147, From Floppy to Fierce, and that's just my way of saying we're going to work on strength, and we're going to work on strength, especially in the hips. And we're going to do this because feeling deeply embodied through strength work will get us out of the crazy in our head, but it'll also teach us to be more active and aware and sensitive to what's going on in the present moment. You won't need anything special, so just get on your mat and enjoy. And we're going to start lying down with knees bent. Lying down with knees bent. I'm not going to demonstrate much, so feel very confident just listening to my words. And I will let you know if something has gone astray. Have feet together and knees wide as long as that's comfortable for you. So Supta Baddha Konasana, feet together, knees wide. If that's not comfortable for you, you can have feet wide and knees together is a nice option. You can let soles of the feet come together so knees can really flop outwards. Yeah, that's it, Jack. Good. And we're going to settle in simply by enjoying a moment of doing nothing, having a few deep breaths in and out, which might feel like a luxury. And asking yourself how you are feeling. And that might be about your physical body, that might be about your emotional body. And if anything is coming up in your emotional body, you can ask yourself, well, well, where is that in my physical body? What are the actual symptoms of that emotion, that thing, that feeling? Where is it in my body? And take a few breaths with that, without judgment, just noticing. And we're going to do a series of things to help us feel deeper into the body as a way of becoming more attentive to our changing emotional states, but also just to help us get out of any fluctuating emotional states and be some, with something that's real and present. So stay lying down, but bring the knees a little closer together so feet are on the floor. Raise the feet off the floor so the legs are in a 90-degree angle, thigh and shin, and knees are over your hips. If this becomes too much, you can have feet on the ground. So legs are bent, knees are over hips, leg is a 90-degree angle. Bring your hands to the fronts of your thighs. Do make sure your knees are bent. Press thighs into hands and hands into thighs. So the real like front of thigh, a little higher up faith, a little higher up sita, yeah. And just push hand and thigh together, creating a little moment of resistance. So there might be a little shake, a little quiver, a little heat, and that's okay. 
Another moment of just pushing thigh and hands together. Then back to our softness, feet on the ground. You can come back into that Supta Baddha Konasana, or you can have feet together or feet wide, knees together. So we come into a contrast of that moment of contraction. We come into this moment of softness. So belly is soft, groin is soft. The tone of the rest of your body is soft. Know what it feels like to soften, to let go. Then, one more time, come back to that tabletop position with your legs. So your legs are bent, knees are over hip socket, hands are on the fronts of the thighs. Push thigh and hand together so you create resistance. Like your legs really want to come in knees to chest, but you won't let them because the arms are so strong. And we have this two-way street that's contraction this energy that's a little fire and quiver and shake. So be with that a moment. Good. Then back to your softness one last time. Supta or just knees bent. Feet on the ground is quite nice, so you can relax. That's it, Sierra. Good. Last breath here. We're going we're gonna to keep playing with this hard and soft, this contraction and letting go. Okay, come up. If you want to, as you come up, to set up your screen so it's gallery view, because I'm not going to be demonstrating much. You might like seeing other people on your screen, which is a good visual cue, but it also just helps you feel part of a community if you like that. If you don't, that's fine. Once you're set, you can come into Downward Facing Dog. If you want a few rounds of cat-cow first or to move and wiggle and shake, all of that is totally fine. Couple breaths in your cat-cow or just straight into that down dog. Let down dog feel a little soft and floppy for a moment. Then let's come deep into the embodiment and strength of it. We'll start with the thighs. The thighs press up and back. And maybe they even squeeze in a little bit to center. Then the arms. The arms, of course, reach. But the arms also push down into the ground. In the middle of all that strength of hips going up and back and arms pushing down, your teeth are parted and breath is moving slowly. So there's an internal softness. One more breath in this. Then step the right foot outside the right hand and drop the back knee. I'll be doing this if you need a little visual cue for a moment. So the right foot's nice and wide. Right arm goes outside the right thigh. Left hand is on the ground. Push right thigh firmly into right arm. So maybe that crook of elbow or whatever you want, but the right arm's on the outside of the leg, and you push leg and arm together quite strongly. There is a shake going on in my thigh and bum, and I hope you find the bum shake too. 
That means something is cooking, something is happening, something is alive in you. Then very similar, just other part of the leg, the right arm goes on the inside of the right thigh. So I'll just turn around so you can see. Push the right thigh into the arm. Push the right thigh into the arm really strongly. Really strongly, there's a squeeze in. There's a squeeze in. Then keep that. Move the hand a little bit away from the leg. So the leg is free but still working. Assert down through the right heel. Then walk both arms out on a diagonal to the left. And just reach out through both arms. If you want, you can come down to left forearm and reach right arm away on the floor. I'm gonna come and watch you now. Make sure right heel is pushing down. Right thigh has a little bit of push out to the right, but we haven't lost that hugging deep into center. Good, good, very nice. Then walk it back to plank pose. We're just gonna do a bunch of little isometric things with the hips today to make sure we feel them. Not just endless stretching, we'll do some strengthening. Make sure there's some power through your whole body. Actually, we'll do the same contrast. Let your plank feel really soft and floppy so you know the difference. Then let's get out of that floppiness. Both legs are super strong. Your arms push down, there's a broadening to your back, but you haven't let it go, go rigid, so your teeth part a little bit, and there's an ease of breath. And I could find a million other things about plank to say, but I think you're ready to drop your knees now and roll to your belly. Reach the arms straight back and lift up into locust. You can lift up with the upper body and then the lower body if you'd like, but arms reach back. Chin tucks a little bit in. Yeah, so Clotilde, chin a tiny bit in, you got it. You don't need to see me. Then come back down, lift up and back, downward facing dog. Same experiment, let down dog be a little floppy. Let it move, let it be exploratory. And then let's come deep into this really powerful strength of it. So thighs push up and back. Maybe there's a little squeeze into inner leg. The arms are reaching, of course, but then there is a push back down through the hand and through the arm, like the arms almost digging into the ground and pulling back. Teeth part, good. Then step the left foot outside the left hand, drop the back knee. We'll do the same thing. If you need to see me, I'll do this part. Hands are on the ground, left arm outside the left leg. Push left leg into left arm, really strongly, strongly, strongly. My right hand's just on the ground, left elbow around left knee. Push the two together really strongly so there's a little quiver and shake or the potential for that. One more breath with that. And then I'll just turn around so you can see. We'll bring the left arm inside the left leg, right hand down, left hand down, just squeeze left arm into left leg. So there's a little drawing in. So you can see my arm there and leg together. Now the breath of arm and leg squeezing in. Then keep leg in place. Just walk arms out on a diagonal to the right. Don't let the leg move. Reach both arms out on that diagonal. Then if you want to, come down to right forearm as left arm reaches out. 
but watch that that left thigh and leg will want to travel with you. So Jane, I think walk a little bit more towards the right. Yes, good. Last little bit. Then walk it out to plank pose. Plank pose. Let it be floppy. We'll just keep going with this experiment because I like a theme. So we'll go with this. Let it be floppy. What is it like to make plank floppy, not animated, not alive, not alert? Then what is it like in your experience to strengthen through the leg, to strengthen through the arm, to feel like there's core power in this plank while teeth stay parted? Good. Then drop your knees and simply roll to your belly. Roll on down. Reach the arms straight back. Lift up locust. Lift the chest up, lift the arms up, maybe lift the legs up. You can tuck the chin a little bit in. Yeah. One more breath, looking nice, everyone. Then come down and then back to downward facing dog. Then we're gonna do two very specific things in down dog to help it feel strong. Number one, in your down dog, you're all in it, you don't need to see me, just listen. Squeeze inner legs towards each other. Don't move the feet, just a feeling like the legs are squeezing towards each other. From feet on up to groin, there's a sense of squeezing in. All right, you've done that now, stay in down dog, but do the opposite. Legs squeeze apart from each other, or pull apart from each other. You might even notice your kneecaps turn to face forward if you can see your kneecaps. They turn to face forward as you press out into the outer hip and outer leg. Can you find the Goldilocks combination of squeezing in and pressing out that suits you? So we wanna drive that thigh bone into the hip socket in a way that makes sense, that works with your anatomy. We'll, keep, we'll return to this theme if it's a little mystifying at the moment. Walk your feet forward, standing forward fold. Shake it out, it's nice, let it be floppy. You're in your home. It's Monday, even though I don't know what Monday is anymore, but just flop, breathe out, whatever it is. And you can return to that idea we began with. Whatever I'm feeling, whatever emotion I'm feeling in my life, in my heart, where is it in my body? And can I tend to that now? Can I learn to be in my body and tend to the emotions held there? Slowly roll up to standing. I'll join you for a moment standing, but there's nothing to see with me. Hands by your side. Feet rooted. Let knees be soft. Let body be floppy. Let it be limp and sort of bleh. Then alertness through the heels, strong straight legs. Without being rigid, a lift up through the spine a softening of shoulders down. So be animated and alert in your body. Inhale to reach the arms out and up. Exhale, fold all the way down. You can bend your knees or not, it's up to you. Halfway lift on the inhale. Fold on the exhale. Inhale, rise all the way up. Keep the legs really strong as you reach up and maybe back bend a smidge. 
then hands alone come down by your side. We're going to do two more half salutes. I'm going to watch. Inhale, raise the arms up. Exhale, fold slowly. Halfway lift on the inhale. Fold, exhale. Inhale, rise all the way up. Can you keep the alertness through the leg, through the arm, through the chest? And let the hands alone come down. Last one, just the hands, yeah. Inhale, raise the arms out and up. Moving really nicely, everyone. Fold down, take your time. Halfway lift and inhale. Fold. All the way lift, mild back bend. Hands come down. Inhale, raise the arms out and up. We're going to add to this process. Fold down. Keep some strength in your legs. Don't just flop. Halfway lift. Chest is reaching forward. Palms flat on the ground and walk to plank. Enliven the plank. You know the difference between floppy and strong. Drop your knees, roll to the floor. Inhale to lift up locust. You've done it twice already. Reach the arms back, lift the chest. Maybe get a little higher this time. Good, Dorcas. Then come down and back to downward facing dog. In this down dog, exclusively squeeze in through inner thighs and lift up and back through the hips. Squeeze in through inner thighs. Like there, there was like a balloon there you wanted to pop and lift up and back with the bum and hips. From here, exhale to walk or hop forwards. Halfway lift on your inhale. Fold on the exhale. Inhale, rise all the way up. Keep the arms reaching, not floppy arms, they're reaching. Hands alone, come down. Same pace. Inhale, raise the arms up. Fold down. Halfway lift. A little higher, Anna, a little higher. Walk to plank pose. Breath and plank, it's strong. Knees drop with a firm belly, half tricep press to the floor and set up for cobra. Lift up into cobra from the floor, not too high. Feet are down, good, and then downward facing dog. Everyone's exactly on path, so just trust that you know what you're doing. It's looking good. Again, exclusively squeeze in and up through inner leg. There's a balloon you want to squash. There's a watermelon you want to explode. Whatever you want to picture busting into pieces from the power of your inner thigh, you do that. Strong arm. Exhale to hop or step forwards. Halfway lift on the inhale. Fold all the way up on the inhale. Remember, active arms, active leg. Hands come down. Inhale, raise the arms up. 
Just keep the rhythm going, it's important. Fold down. Halfway lift, palms flat, walk to plank. Give me a good plank. On exhale, knees up or down, a slow tricep press chaturanga. Halfway down into up dog, or all the way down into cobra, and then downward facing dog. Okay. So stop the wiggling, everyone. Strong arm. This time, press out into your outer leg and hip. Or try to, even the attempt, trying to make the mind do it helps, even if you feel like you're not doing it. You might even notice your kneecaps, which commonly turn a tiny bit in, might turn to face forward. Strong arm, hop or step all the way forwards. Halfway lift on the inhale. Fold, all the way lift, hands alone, come down. Last couple. Inhale, raise the arms up. Make them good. They're powerful stuff. Fold down. Half lift, palms flat, hop or step plank chaturanga with control, not too fast. Into your back bend. Good, Max. And then downward facing dog. Once you settle, let yourself be settled. There's no more wiggling necessary. A little press out into outer hip and leg or the feeling like you're pressing out. Kneecaps might even turn a little forward. Good. That looks great, Tav. Hop or step to the top of the mat. Halfway lift. Fold on exhale. Rise all the way up on the inhale. Hands only come down. Last one. Inhale, raise the arms up. Fold on exhale. Half lift, hop or step, plank chaturanga. A back bend on your inhale. And then downward facing dog. Now you're in charge. You know you can squeeze a little bit in or you can press a little bit out. You may have preferred one of those or you can find the combination like you're using all the muscles around the hip socket to drive the thigh bone up and into it. So you can use the ones that turn out, you can use the ones that turn in, but use the muscles. On exhale, hop or step forwards. Halfway lift and inhale. Fold. All the way lift, hands come down. Hands on your outer thighs. I'm going to do this, but there's not much to see, so you don't need to watch. Sit back into a chair pose that's not too deep with your hands on your outer thighs. All right, so not too deep into it. Make sure weight is in your heels. 
with hands on outer thighs. So I'll walk a little closer, but you might not see my head. With hands on outer thighs, press the thigh into the hand and the hand into the thigh. So there is power. And then with that power of thigh and hand pressing together, sit a tiny bit deeper if you want, but make sure there is an energy of thigh and hand pressing together. Good. And then rise all the way back up. Take a breath in and out. It's looking good. We're going to do that again, but slightly differently. Start with hands on thighs. Sit back into that chair. Not your biggest one. And I'll come close again, but you might not see my head. This time, instead of hands on outer thighs, hands on inner thighs. Press the thighs into the hands, but the hands resist, so there can be no actual movement. So This is us creating the isometric squeeze. Make sure your feet are about hip distance wide so you have some space. Yeah, so some of you might need to separate your feet a little bit more. If you want to sit a little lower, sit a little lower, but have that powerful squeeze in. My arms are working, my legs are working. Good. Come all the way back up to stand. I'm just going to watch you now. Breathe in and out. We're going to do one last one. Hands on your outer thigh, sit back into that chair, not your biggest to begin. Bring your hands to prayer center of chest. You know how to do it now, so a little bit of press out into outer leg without losing that, a little bit of squeeze in. So we're using the muscles around the hip socket to guide the thigh bone deep in. Sit a tiny bit deeper into it or a lot deeper. Make sure you have a lift of chest and stay or reach the arms up, which adds a little bit more demand. Can heels work? Can thigh bones pull in? And can we keep that in and out pull around the hip socket? Fold down, standing forward fold. So I hope your glutes liked that. Halfway lift, inhale. Down dog or chaturanga, up dog, down dog, your choice. In your down dog, know that you're in charge of that inner thigh squeeze or the outer hip press. We're just using, we'll, we'll call it the rotator cuff of the hip to guide the thigh bone into the hip socket. So you're still in down dog. Raise the right leg up into the air, bend it, turn the pelvis open, just enjoy that dog with the leg open. Step forward to warrior two. Hands on hips. If you need to see what warrior two is, I'm doing it. Hands on hips for the moment. You could make the stance shorter or longer. It's up to you. Then right hand, just like we've been doing, right hand, outer right thigh. So I'll come close so you can see that. Press hand and thigh together, just like we did in chair. Press hand and thigh together. Have that power and that squeeze and know that that's part of the equation. Keep that, I'm just turning so you can see. Hand on inner thigh this time. Push inner thigh and hand together. Now, bring hands to hips. Can you keep power of the press out into outer leg and the squeeze in into inner leg? Reach the arms forward and back here in your warrior two. So we have all this power and strength, good. Do not lose the power of the front leg. 
straighten it slowly and come down to triangle pose, hand to shin or brick or floor, top arm straight up. So don't lose the power of that right hip, pulling a little bit back and in, but let's add the back leg. Press through the back heel and act like you're trying to drag the back leg forward. So there's a motion like you want to pull that leg forward. It doesn't move, but the back leg's trying to move forward. Good. Come back up, warrior two. Hands to your hips. Lift the back heel and then turn to face forward so you're in high lunge. If you want it to be a low lunge or you want a shorter or longer stance, do that. Now, we'll just repeat the same process. Right hand, outer right thigh, press the thigh and hand together. Right hand, inner right thigh, press the thigh and hand together. Keep the power of those two things as you reach through the back heel and reach both arms up. Both arms up in your high lunge. I'm gonna watch for a moment. So that right thigh has that press out power, that hug in power. Left leg is trying to drag forward. Maybe add a little bit of back bend. Remember that that back leg wants to drag forward. Good, last breath. Then bring the hands down to frame the front foot so you're in runner's lunge. Back knee is lifted unless you want it down. Right hand outside of right thigh, left hand on the ground. I'm gonna have my palm flat. You can also have a fist if you want. Push right thigh and hand really strongly together. Right hand, right outer thigh, really strongly together. Keep that resistance. Slowly twist the chest towards the right. Keep that resistance of right hand and right thigh together. It can be quite strong. Slowly twist the chest towards the right, towards the bent leg, opening the chest. Good. Last couple of rests, turning firmly into it. You might feel that quiver again, maybe. Then right arm goes up. Twisting lunge. Maybe lean a little bit back into it if you want. Take a breath. Then hand down. Downward facing dog is enough. Raise the left leg up into the air. So you know the process now. Bend the leg. Turn the hip open. Enjoy turning open. So just a nice free. Step through to warrior two. Front knee bent. Back heel down, hands on hips for the moment. I'm just gonna watch this time. You know what the pose is now. You can make the stance shorter or longer. Just make sure it's warrior two. Good, left hand, outer left thigh. Just press them together. So we're creating this energy, like the leg wants to move out, the hand won't let it. Good, hand on the inner leg. Do the same thing, but squeeze in. Do the same thing, but squeeze in. There's muscles here that do that. Keep both of those things, reach the arms forward and back. Know that that leg is strong and the muscles around that front hip are super strong and working hard. Keep them working hard. Slowly straighten that front leg. Slow, slow, slowly straight. Good, I see you working, that's good. Then come down triangle pose without losing it. Nice and mindful and strong. The nice thing is that mindfulness and strength go really well together. Good. 
we add to the equation the power of the back leg. So the left leg, the front leg, still working strong, hugging in and back, but the back leg wants to drag forward with a lot of might. Good. Then slowly come back up, warrior two. Slowly come back up, warrior two. Bring your hands to your hips, lift the back heel and turn into high lunge or low lunge. And bring the hand, keep the hands on the hips, but bring the left hand to the outer left thigh. Press the thigh and the hand together so we know they're working. Do the same thing on the inner leg. Get that nice squeeze in. Maintain both of those things. Reach the arms up. Back leg is working strong. So we've, with the touch, with the specificity, we've got the front leg working. Now get the back leg working, squeezing forward with a lot of power. Good, add some back bend if you want. Good, looks very nice. Then come down, runner's lunge. Hands on the ground, back knee lifted unless you want it down. Bring the left arm outside the left thigh. Push the leg out into the arm and the arm resists. Keep that resistance as you slowly twist toward the bent leg. So keep that resistance as you slowly turn towards the bent leg. So the chest is turning towards the left. I have my left forearm and elbow outside the left thigh, so I can really get into it. Good. And then once you've twisted, reach the left arm up into the air. You can lean a little bit back into it if you want. Nice. Come down, downward facing dog. Come forward to plank. Drop your knees, roll into your belly, and come into Sphinx pose. You're flat on your belly, your forearms are down, your chest is rising in a little back bend. Forearms and elbows are on the ground, they're a little bit forward, so maybe, yeah, there you go. And lift the chest, very nice. It's quite nice, just have a little quiet moment. You can turn your head slowly side to side. We can come back to this idea of softness after all that squeeze. Then you face forward again with the chest. Interlace the fingers. Make sure your elbows aren't too wide. Come up into forearm plank. So elbows and forearms stay down. We won't stay there. Walk the feet forward into dolphin. So the hips hike up, the arms push down. Thigh bones pull up and back. There's a little personalized squeeze in or press out in the outer leg. So if you're not quite sure what to do, just do a little of one and then a little of other. You're still in your dolphin, no need to see anything. Drop the knees, have a moment of pause. Breath or two, we're gonna do it one more time. All right, back up into that forearm down dog. Walk the feet a little bit in, raise the heels and pull the hips up and back. Stay or raise the right leg up into the air and just that. Can you keep the hips level? Can you keep the left thigh, the one on the ground pulling back and the right hip pulling a little bit down and forward? Change legs. Left leg up, hips stay level. Right thigh pulls up and back, left leg hugs a little in. 
Bring the leg down, child pose or seated, three or four breaths. Okay. Everyone, all fours, slowly. Downward facing dog, taking your time. Remember what it's like to let things go floppy. Then out of the floppiness, let yourself go strong and alert again. Walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Halfway lift on the inhale. Fold on the exhale. All the way up, taking your time. Enjoy the back bend. Reach to the ceiling as you plant the feet down. Hands only come down. Good. We're going to do a couple versions of a squat. Feet pretty wide. You can play around with the width. Turn the feet out. Bend both knees and bring your forearms to your inner thighs. Firstly, push the thighs out with the arms as butt goes back and chest goes forward. All right, so I'm gonna turn uh, to face the floor so you can see me from the side that I'm quite low. Push the thighs out, butt back, chest forward. Same shape, but now squeeze the arms into, or squeeze the legs into the arms. Squeeze the legs into the arms. Another breath. Hands on tops of thighs. Slowly straighten the legs, push into the legs as you rise. Walk the feet closer together so they are set for your preferred width of foot for squat. Feel free to have something underneath your heels. Feet can turn out a little bit if you want. Hands in prayer. Take a breath. I'm going to watch. Exhale, sit into your squat. Make sure heels stay down. I'd prefer you to stay higher if your heels lift and you can't prop it. Good. So I'm just watching. All right. So from here, if arms and thighs are together, squeeze a little bit in, get a lift of chest. Squeeze a little bit in, leg into arm. Arm resists back. Then can you, with all your might, try to get the legs away from the arms as you assert through the heels and lift through the chest? Good. Then bring the hands down, walk the downward facing dog. Raise the right leg up into the air. Keep the hips level this time. Step through to high lunge, hands on hips. Drop the back heel so you're set for warrior one. Chest faces mostly forward. Same process as we've done. Right hand outer right thigh. Press thigh and hand together. Then inner right thigh, press together. And then know you can keep those two things cooking as you reach both arms up into the air. Good. Both. Arms reach, that right thigh is pulling back. 
add to it the grounding of the back heel and the feeling like the back leg wants to just squeeze on forward. Slowly straighten the front leg, reach the arms down and back, lean forward parallel to the floor. So you have like locust arms, go parallel to the floor and no lower. Back foot is on the ground. So it's pyramid pose, it's pyramid pose. Didn't say to lift the back leg, just reach the chest forward. Maybe come a little bit lower, Taz and Anna, keep that chin in, Henry. Front thigh is pulling back, back leg is dragging forward. Good. From here, bring the hands to the ground, lift the back leg, you're in standing split. First, find length of the chest forward in your standing split so it's not rounded. Level out the hips. Stay in standing split, or if it's safe and appropriate, palms flat, three to five hops, or move in your room and take three to five hops on that leg. Otherwise, you just stay in standing split and enjoy. Good. Last couple. All right. And then we work it back to downward facing dog. Raise the left leg up into the air. Keep the hips pretty level. Step through to high lunge, hands on hips. Then once you're up, ground the back heel so you're set for warrior one, chest stays facing forward. Left hand, outer left thigh. Just press the thigh and the hand together and just enjoy the repetition of this. Hand on inner leg, press inner leg into hand. And then know those two things are working, reach both arms straight up into the air. Try to keep the inner leg and the outer leg still clicked on so we know what a, an alert pose is. Back heel presses down and maybe even tries to drag forward. Good. Slowly straighten the front leg, don't rush it. So we're gonna do locust arms. So arms reach down and back, palms face forward, and then lean forward until you're about parallel with the floor maximum. Chest stays a little back bendy. Front thigh is pulling back. Back thigh is pulling forward. Good. Get the back foot on the ground. Last breath. Then bring the hands to the ground. Lift the back leg standing split. Level out the hips. Find length of spine. Stay here or palms flat three to five hops. Remember at the hop, you're just trying to get the top leg higher. Just really think about the top leg. If you're not trying to hop, just enjoy standing split. Keep it strong, keep it focused and not floppy. Okay, and then that's it, downward facing dog. Walk the hands backward to the feet. Stay here for a moment. It's inversion time because we've been practicing the hop, so now it's time to actually do it. You are already in an inversion, so you can stay as you are, or you can make your feet wider. Or you slowly roll up, and then you set yourself up for handstand, forearm balance, or headstand, wherever you want to do it. Or 
as I already said, you can stay just in a standing forward fold with feet close together as we've started, or you can widen your feet apart and just let your head hang down. And that's it. We're spending one minute. You're in your standing forward fold with feet narrow or wide, any arm variation, or about a minute to practice handstand, forearm stand, or headstand. Those of you in standing forward fold, if your head's way away from the ground, consider bending your knees or widening your feet or both, or even bringing something underneath your head, like a brick or a chair. About 30 more seconds. First people to come out will be those who have been in a standing forward fold for a while, but don't rush it and you just stand. Second to come out, you've been in headstand a while, so come into child's pose for a few breaths. Those of you who've been hopping madly, take a breath, take a few moments, come back to your mat, either child's pose or down dog. Those of you who've been standing forward fold, come to your mat, downward facing dog. And then everyone, downward facing dog. Step or hop forward, standing forward fold. Hands. Uh, come up halfway as you inhale. Fold on exhale. All the way up on the inhale. Hands down on the exhale. Bring your right foot into tree pose. You can use your hands if you want. Actually, do use your hands and get the leg as high as it's going to go in tree pose. Feel free to hang on to your wall. Hands come to prayer center of chest. Then the only thing to do is that leg that's in tree pose, the foot is squashing into that other leg. Take the foot away from the leg so it's millimeters away from the leg. And you've got to hold that leg up with your strength rather than the foot into the thigh together. All right, I'm sure you won't like it as much and that's all right. Take another breath, just that leg up there in tree pose without it touching anything. And then bring the foot down, shake it off if you want. So you got the idea now. I'm going to watch. Feel free to use your hands, bring the left leg up into tree pose. Then hands in prayer, center of chest. Feel free to have hands on something to help you balance if that's better. Hands stay prayer, but the only thing that changes is the left foot sneaks away from that right leg. You might lose a little height and that's okay. It's millimeters away. It's still tree pose, but it's barely touching. Good, one more breath. Then let that be. Take a breath in and out. Just so we recoup from that, inhale, raise the arms up. Exhale, fold all the way down. Halfway lift. Fold. All the way lift. Hands relax by your side. Right hand grabs the right foot in sort of like the beginner, uh, beginning of dancer's pose. So right hand grabs the right foot. Left hand can stay on left hip. 
lean a tiny bit forward, then keep the right leg in place, both hands center of chest in a prayer, but don't let the right leg move. And I'm sorry if you don't like that. Slowly straighten the right leg, keeping it lifted. And then bring the right foot on the ground next to the left, come back up to standing. We could have made that much harder, but I'm trying to be nice. Both hands on hips, breathe in, breathe out. Left hand grabs left foot, sort of like dancer pose, but the heel and butt are close together. Lean forward about 45 degrees. Keep the leg in place. Only thing that shifts, hands come to prayer center of chest. So you'll feel the back of your thigh and glute working. Good, one more breath. Slow motion, straighten the leg. And then bring the foot on the ground next to the right. Good. Top of your mat. Inhale, raise the arms up. Exhale, fold down. Halfway lift. Down dog or chaturanga. Probably the last time for that option. Move through a back bend if you do chaturanga and we'll meet in downward facing dog. All right, just like we did, it seems like hours ago at the beginning of class, step the right foot outside the right hand and drop the back knee. We, we ain't gotta do it this time, but feel that the right thigh is powerful on the outside and the inside. Instead of being flat on the right foot, come onto the right heel. And if you can get that heel on your floor rather than on your mat so it can slide, great. Straighten the right leg out on an angle, but chest stays facing forward. So it's sort of like a sideways split. And you can be on fingertips, you can be on bricks. If you'd like, the heel keeps going, keeps going, keeps going, and maybe you walk the hand straight forward, maybe you come down to your forearms. I'm gonna get myself out of that split so I can watch you. Keep reaching that chest forward, Nikki, yep. The angle of the thigh will depend on you and your bones, but the leg is trying to straighten. Create the action like the right heel is pressing down and wants to pull back. Left top of foot is firm into the floor and trying to pull forward. And then you go to an edge that seems sane and reasonable to you that you can keep strength and breathe in. Sideways foot, good. Last breath. However you can get out of there with dignity, get out of there. And we'll meet in downward facing dog. Step the left foot outside the left hand, drop the back knee. Know that that left leg is working. If you can get the left foot off the mat so it can slide a little better and come onto the left heel instead of the flat foot. And you can feel free to stay here or straighten the left leg out. It'll be on like a angle, it's sort of like 10 o'clock on the watch dial maybe. And then walk the hands maybe a little forward, come a little lower, maybe come onto forearms. And remember all those times we, we tried to play with floppy versus strong and engaged. I, I don't want floppy here. Floppy and passive stretch ain't a good thing. So left heel presses down firm, like it wants to drag backwards. 
top of right foot firm into the ground like it wants to drag forward. And you have an energy of spine that's reaching forward. Look at that, you perked up. Okay, and then walk it out of there. It's your last downward facing dog. I'm gonna pretend that you had a lot of inner enthusiasm about that and that it wasn't reading on your faces and that's okay. Inside, you loved it. Come down to lie on your back, knees bent. Very simple, no fuss or complication. Roll the hips up, you're in bridge pose. Let bridge be floppy. It's sort of nice to like hula dance your bridge, let things move around, play around with your foot width. So make sure your feet are about hip distance, maybe even wider. Then it's no longer floppy, it's engaged, heels press down. You might even experiment with the inner leg squeeze in or the outer thigh press out. Both of those are valid. Usually it's a combo action. Come all the way back down. Now we're going to add to this. Breathe in, breathe out. Roll up, bridge again. Be very assertive with the left foot and left inner thigh hugging in. Right foot lifts, right knee comes into chest first, and then right leg reaches up towards the ceiling. Now, don't forget about the left heel pressing down, and don't forget about back bending. So the chest is rising high, lower back has an arch. And this can be quite brutal in the left hamstring. So just engage down. If you need a break, take a break. Last little bit of this. Then bend the top leg, place the foot on the ground, and then roll down to your back. This will be the last thing we do before we mellow it out a little bit. Slowly roll up, bridge pose, last time. Right foot gets super strong. Left knee comes into chest. Left leg reaches up. Don't forget about the right leg. Keep reaching through the left. And don't forget you're doing a back bend. Don't forget you're doing a back bend. I was thinking to myself as I did this earlier, this is a saner way to do a split. You're in much more control. So have the lift of the hips, the strength of the both legs. Good. Come all the way down, do nothing. Let yourself be floppy. I'll just breathe in, breathe out. Arms open, knees to the right in a twist. Simple. Arms open, knees to the right in a twist. If you want to wrap the top leg around the bottom, go for it. If you don't, you can have feet a little wider. Can jaw unclench and be floppy? Can any tension that's not necessary to sustain you just let go? Like you don't need your belly to be tense or your shoulders to be clenching. Roll to the other side.
Ask yourself what's going on with your toes, your fingertips, even though like the skin of your forehead, is it holding on to some angry expression from three hours ago? Come all the way back, Supta Baddha Konasana, feet together, knees wide. Feel free to prop it with cushions or bricks, or if you don't like that, feet wide, knees together. Or you can just sit or relax in any manner you want. Close your eyes or look towards your ceiling. Now is the time for floppiness. Now is the time for no effort, no doing, simply being and befriending however you feel, intending to it with your breath and with the body practice we've just done. It's going to be quiet for a couple of minutes and then I'll come back for you. If you want to carry on with this practice of rest and you're comfortable, please stay. If you'd like to close with me, you can take your time, maybe even come closer to the computer so you can see everyone. And you can sit first with eyes closed.
I'm going to unmute everyone so we can feel a little closer to each other through the sound of our breath and our places. If you need to re-mute yourself, that's fine. We're going to take three breaths. The first one, eyes closed or looking down. The first breath is for ourselves. Hands at heart or at prayer. Big breath in. Breath out. Second breath is for each other. So if you want to look to the screen, you can see each other. Big breath in. Breath out. Third breath is for whoever needs it. Maybe look out your window or just outside your heart. Big breath in. Breath out. All right, close your practice. You can bow or look down. Okay, take care of yourselves, everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com and please leave a review wherever it is that you listen.